You're listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to talk about making our holidays meaningful, but first let's catch up on life lately. What is new with you, Sarah? I wanted to share a podcast recommendation. I recently finished listening to the second season of the This Land podcast, which is produced by Rebecca Nagel. Mm -hmm. It is so good. I learned so many things. Rebecca is an enrolled member of the Cherokee Nation, and she focused this season on the Indian Child Welfare Act and the ways that people are trying to dismantle it in the courts and the way she wove together the individual stories to tell this bigger picture of an assault on the sovereignty of indigenous tribes was incredibly powerful and something that I was not hearing about in other venues. Mm -hmm. Really grateful that she's producing this podcast and think that everyone should give it a listen. I agree. I have also finished all of it, both the first and second season. And I started with the second season because I was interested in the Indian Child Welfare Act. But then when I went back and listened to the cases that she focused on in the first season, I just found it, like you said, so enlightening and really important to know about. Agreed. What is new with you, friend? I received word on Tuesday that I was accepted to nursing school. Yay! So I will be going starting in January. I think my orientation is January 6th. It will be three semesters of very intense, accelerated nursing learning, and I'm really excited. I am excited for you. Oh, thanks. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. What is your latest read, Sarah? A few weeks ago, I read No Cure for Being Human by Kate Bowler. This was somewhat of a follow-up to her earlier book, which is Everything Happens for a Reason and Other Lies I've Loved, that I believe you talked about a few years ago on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Kate is living with stage four colon cancer. And in the first book, she talks about her diagnosis and the process of going through treatment. In this book, She talks more about that. I loved the parts about the medical system and how problematic it can be. It can be saving your life, but the frustrations are still very real. Mm -hmm. I think for some, it might have read as a little raw that she doesn't have distance from the experience to reflect back on it. But to me, it just felt so real and honest and I could relate in a lot of ways. And I was here for it. I am on the list for this one, and I'm really excited. I'm going to try and get it on audiobook because I think she's the reader. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed her first book on audiobook. It was a very emotional book. I cried a lot through it. But I think she does such a good job being honest about her experience, thinking about it in the broader context, but then also not doing the thing where you're painting a lot of silver linings Mm. that she is so good about. Here are the horrible, awful things, and here's the good. And they can both live together without canceling one another out. What have you been reading? I recently finished The Ruthless Lady's Guide to Wizardry and Unnatural Magic, both of which are by C.M. Wagoner. These are fantasy romance-ish novels set in a world where trolls and people can do magic. Unnatural Magic is first in time and follows a human and troll who both don't exactly fit in. Eventually their paths cross and it's delightful. And then The Ruthless Lady's Guide is more recent in the world and follows a group of magical people protecting a woman who is about to get married. Mm. I really found the world building in these books 
so fascinating, especially how magical powers manifested and how gender was present, but not nearly so confining as it is in our society. I very much enjoyed the characters, their interactions, their relationships, and how their pasts and upbringings, for instance, influence their current lives. I won't say too much more because I don't want to give it away, but I would recommend these. They are solid fantasy romance. Let's move on to our topic for today, making the holidays meaningful. I thought we could start with a discussion of what our ideal holidays would look like. Ideally for me, I would be alone for the week of Thanksgiving. (laughs) I love my family, but honestly, the two years that Neil has traveled with the kids over Thanksgiving, oh, having that time before the rush of December is just golden. I was able to do so much decluttering and organizing, which really feeds my soul, especially going into a much busier time with more stuff coming in. It's like I felt like I was able to take a deep breath and have a clean slate. Also not having to cook food other than what I wanted to just for me and watching a lot of reality television just felt like a really nice pause on real life and then really ready to be together as a family in December. That's the ideal. That's not happening. My second choice for Thanksgiving would be not hosting Thanksgiving. (laughs) I feel like I should want to host Thanksgiving because it's the holiday of family and closeness and food. And these are all things that I love, but I hate hosting it. And that's just (laughs) who I am. Maybe I wouldn't hate it so much now. I've hosted it a couple times when the kids have been so young. And I think at that point, being an introvert, I was already feeling at capacity for human interaction in Mm -hmm. my life. And having more people come into our home and more socializing, I just did not have the bandwidth for it. And then I felt bad about it because these are people I'm not seeing very often. And you want to be a gracious host and you want to be welcoming and have a home where people feel comfortable and like their presence is valued. Mm -hmm. Not sure I achieved that on the years (laughs) that we hosted Thanksgiving. Sorry to everyone who attended. (laughs) Now that they're older, I wonder if that would not be the case, Hmm. but I don't wonder enough to actually host Thanksgiving. (laughs) Try it. (laughs) Won't be doing that. What is your ideal Thanksgiving? I grew up going every year to a cabin in the woods. We had our so-called Thanksgiving family. Mm -hmm. It's two other families that when my parents were first married and living in Texas, they formed Thanksgiving family with these people because none of them could afford to go home. Mm -hmm. And so throughout my entire childhood and through college, we went with these same families. So each family had two kids. Mm -hmm. And I think I was the oldest, but then there was, you know, a person just a year younger than me. So everyone sort of had their peers. Right. The adults would bring tons of wine. Every family was responsible for one night of cooking Mm -hmm. and it rotated. So you didn't always have to do Thanksgiving dinner. So we had a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night for three families. And so we had just really delicious food and everyone bringing their different food traditions was wonderful. And that is not happening with that family anymore. But we have in the past done Friendsgiving where we go to a cabin Mm -hmm. or a lake house or something with people. Everyone contributes and it's just really wonderful to not have to go anywhere. You go somewhere beautiful and then you can Mm -hmm. walk around. Everyone eats food all day. People can drink drinks to the extent that they want to. The kids can run around and play together and amuse each other. And I would just love 
to do that. It is hard to make a commitment with people. I think some of that tradition growing up was that we constantly did it. Right. That we had the expectation that we were going to see those family friends every year. And we went to the same place for years and years and years and years. And your families had the expectation that that's what you'd be doing, too. It wasn't this negotiating every year of, are we going to see you? Are we not? It was, oh, we're not seeing them for Thanksgiving. They have something else going on. Yes, that's exactly right. And so it's hard. Even the friends that we've done Friendsgiving with in the past Mm -hmm. start to feel that pull from their families. Yes. And I'm like... Set everyone else's expectations aside. It is what you want to do, but really it's what I want you to do, which doesn't <laughs> doesn't work super well. Hmm. So we do not have a tradition like this, and I feel sad about it. I love this idea so much. I think that it would eliminate a lot of what I hate about hosting Thanksgiving, which is feeling like you need your space to be a certain way mm-hmm. and feels like there's a long to-do list. And of course there is with traveling too sure. and making all of that happen, but it still feels different enough mm-hmm. that it doesn't have the traditional pressures of Thanksgiving. Yeah. And when you're all going to not your house, it's nobody's job to host, right? right. Somebody else cleaned the house before you got there. And someone else will clean it when you leave. (laughs) You know, I mean, it was perfect. It was really amazing in a lot of ways. And I really do wish that tradition for my kids. But thinking about this ideal has really made me wonder if we can make it happen at some point in the near future. I hope that you can. What about your ideal Christmas, friend? My ideal Christmas, and this is an idea I've had for several years, is to travel for Christmas Mm. to a vacation destination. Mm -hmm. I do not want to travel to anyone else's home. We did that one year, and it just made me realize that if we're going to be in someone's home, I want it to be my home and (laughs) our family's traditions. But I would love to go to a beach, no presents, only eating good food eating out or cooking the things that I really want to cook and share in those traditions that we have, and just spending time exploring a new place and enjoying one another without all of the commercialism aspect of it. Because when you're traveling, sorry, we just don't have room to bring presents. We could still buy some presents for our children, sure. but maybe the present is just going on this trip together. Or maybe they get the present (laughs) before the car trip because it's a book Mm -hmm. they really wanted and they can read it or, you know, something like that. Yes. So I am very interested in this idea, but we have not made it happen yet. My second more realistic choice of ideal is being in our own space with our own traditions. What is your ideal? We have also hypothetically discussed that kind of go to somewhere where there's snow Mm -hmm. so that we could walk out the door and play in the snow on Christmas and Mm -hmm. very minimal presence with Andrew's sister and her husband and their kids. Yes. That is something that may still happen at some point. Yeah. But right now, the ideal really is just staying home. And this year we are achieving that. What are your holiday plans for this year? We have very little planned. We'll do Thanksgiving at my in-laws, who live just a little over a mile away, and Christmas at home. I am having surgery in early December, so we are planning to do even less than usual. We don't usually cram in a lot of activities. That hasn't really been our style, but Mm -hmm. it will be even more pared down than usual. So I've been trying to think about what can make the experience of December special with limited effort involved because I feel like I don't have a lot to give this year. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a great policy for many years. 
to be honest. Yes. I feel like I have built up a tradition of not doing a lot over the years. And now we're just really going to lean into it even more. Yeah. Hopefully all that previous work will bear fruit this year. That's right. It's the plan. We will be here for Thanksgiving. My dad is coming to town, which is very exciting. He is the one who always fried a turkey growing up, and he apprenticed Andrew to learn turkey frying. (laughs) Uh And Andrew wants to fry a turkey wherever we go, which is another reason why I don't Mm. want to go to anyone else's house. Him frying a turkey while I am doing other things in someone else's house is really not ideal. Uh Uh-huh. So we will have fried turkey, and I will cook all the sides that I want to have. There you go. Which is my favorite. (laughs) I love being in charge of it. For Christmas, we will be home this year, and then on December 26th, we are driving to Texas to be with family. So we've touched on this a little, but talk more about the specific things you're planning to make the holidays meaningful this year for you and for your kids. Last night at dinner, we started making a list of the things we wanted to do as a family this fall and holiday season. We did this for the summer, and it was really fun to brainstorm ideas, and we did check everything off the list. Mm, and so fun. And the kids enjoyed that. We had it up on the fridge all summer for them to see what was still left and what we had done. Full disclosure, this experience was not as idyllic as I am making it sound <laughs> in terms of... <laughs> level of enthusiasm and participation in said list making, but we did it and there is a list. (laughs) So for example, some things on the list are going ice skating as a family, going on walks to look at holiday lights. This is not a family activity. Neil takes the kids to do this in the evenings Mm -hmm. once it gets dark so early. They go out and do that after dinner together. Making cookies is a thing I wanted to do. I have this ambition of making really nice Christmas sugar holiday cookies and decorating them with royal icing. This Mm. is a thing I have seen and feel like it would be great if I could make that happen. But when I floated that idea, HP was really focused on the idea of having chocolate chip cookies and not at all interested. And then I sort of felt like, do I want to put in a lot of work into making these if what you really want are the chocolate chip cookies that take 10 minutes to make? Maybe we'll just make chocolate chip cookies. You could just make a whole lot of chocolate chip cookies. That's right. And maybe this could be the time where he can learn how to do that independently, too. I know he's fully capable, but I am usually the person who does it. So maybe it can be an apprenticeship situation and he can then be in charge of making us delicious chocolate chip cookies. Great plan. That's a thing I remember doing as a kid and loving, Neil, too, making cookies when you felt like eating cookies. (laughs) It was delightful. Yeah, it's so much great autonomy and independence. I love that. And then there are some bakes and foods that I just love having. The Yule log that I make that I think no one in my family likes as much as I do, but I (laughs) like it enough to go to the trouble to make it every year anyway. Uh huh. Lots of Chex Mix, my great-grandmother's cinnamon rolls. It's lots of food things. that are on said list, but that's what I love most about the holidays, so I feel great about it. Mm -hmm. The kids wanted to make a paper chain to count down to Christmas. Mm -hmm. They did this for Halloween starting in Mm mid-September, and that brought them a lot of joy to rip off one of the (laughs) paper chains every day. And so we are just looking for these kind of ways where that is something they can completely do on their own and brings a little bit of that holiday magic to every day leading up to Christmas. Beautiful. Those are the things I can think of immediately. I will be watching a lot of reality television 
after having surgery. So if anyone has recommendations of shows that I should watch, please let me know. Last time I had surgery, I thought I was going to read a lot because I would just have so much time, but I was really not in a mental space Hmm. to focus on a story in any way, and I didn't read for a whole month. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hoping I'm still going to get in some good reading over that time, but I am also preparing to feel the same way and have some good shows lined up for myself. That sounds great either way. I also recommend the audiobook Phone Game Combo, Oh, if that's something that you might be into. You can't do a phone game like Boggle or something where you have to think while you're trying to listen, mm-hmm. but you can do things like Crush Candy. It's true. I find that very relaxing. Could be a dangerous path for me to go down, but <laughs> it could be, I might. Yes. I don't necessarily recommend it, but <laughs> it is a good way to chill out. But you don't not recommend it. I don't not so. recommend it. <laughs> It's true. What are you doing to make the holidays meaningful for your crew? For myself, I am planning to take real time off as I am ending my contract with my main freelance client and my classes, both the one I'm teaching and the one I'm taking, will be over. So I'm really looking forward to having minimal commitments outside the home for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. I also have a book club holiday party that will be happening virtually. We buy books for each other and mail them Uh (laughs) or drop them off if people are in North Carolina, but several of us are no longer there. So we mail them and then we open them on Zoom and talk about why we picked the book that we picked for the friend. Yes. We also all make a cheese something and eat it ourselves at Mm. our house. (laughs) I love that tradition. Because my book club really loves cheese. As they should. Which is maybe no surprise. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to seeing family in order to make the time that my kids have off feel easy. I have been doing Christmas shopping for a while, so picked up a lot of books at the Scholastic Book Fair, Mm -hmm. toys as I've seen them at places like TJ Maxx. I have ordered some things for Andrew already, so we have things already here and stashed in the closet, and I am not going to go out of control. Mm -hmm. With that, I think I'm going to sort of need to pretty soon take stock of what I have and then maybe just get a couple more things before the end of November because I don't really want to be thinking about that and shopping in December. I just did our holiday cards last night so that that would be ordered and I can address them at my leisure as I'm watching TV or whatever, trying to really plan ahead for all of that stuff. Specific things for the kids. I, for the first time this year, got a Lego advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Plum is now old enough for Legos and has been really into them when we've been at people's houses and really into building them. And so the Lego advent calendar has like a little small Lego something that you build every day. Yes. And then at the end, there's a setup, like a scene that you make. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. We also have some other advent calendars that we stick candy in so that they get a candy every morning with counting down. And then we have a book. That's about nature and Advent. And so it sort of combines the idea of like things that wait in nature with Mm -hmm. the idea of the Advent season. And there's a chapter for each day. And so last year we started reading it with Plum, but she was a little young. But I'm going to try again this year. Mm -hmm. So I think that will be really exciting. And then reading tons of holiday books. I have some on our holds list for Christmas already just because people put things on hold and then they're hard to get. You know, you have to wait a while. Yes. So I have a couple that have already come in. So we've already been reading some Christmassy books. Mm -hmm. And then both the kids will be off from school and daycare. Pepper could still go to daycare because it doesn't really close much. Right. But Plum has a full three weeks off because 
her school started so early this year. Mm -hmm. And so I think I will probably pull Pepper out for a good amount of that time as well so that they'll be home. Yeah. And then you mentioned cookies. Plum is always wanting to make cookies. And with how limited our schedule is at the end of the day, it feels like a lot to do that while I'm also trying to make dinner. And so we have been doing less of that. And so hopefully we are just going to make a whole bunch of cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Which I'm really excited about. And then also things like decorating. So we do a small live tree for our porch. And then we do a big tree inside. And this year, for the first time ever, because the chicken coop is finished, we will be decorating the chicken coop. Oh, fun. I am very excited to get the kids in on that. We are going to make it as tacky as we need it to be. It's in the backyard. It doesn't (laughs) matter what it looks like. So I'm very excited. That does sound super fun. I am glad you mentioned reading as well. I am looking forward to doing that with the kids, both the picture books that we always love, but also finding another Christmassy chapter book. Mm -hmm. Last year is when we discovered the Vanderbeekers, and the first one is set around Christmas, and Mm. we just loved those books so much. We're currently reading the new release, which I believe is the fifth book in that series. Nice. But I need to do a little bit of research to make sure that we have a good holiday, winter, cozy chapter book to be Mm -hmm. reading together because that just sounds delightful. Absolutely. So part of making the holidays meaningful is setting aside the things that are not going to serve that goal. So Sarah, what are you saying no to this year? Most things. (laughs) We're not going to do a lot of decorating. That has never been a favorite of mine. I think that is a disappointment to my children, but they can make their own decorations. They always do the paper snowflakes. We have our palette tree. We have an advent calendar that you hang on the wall and then add an ornament to every day that the kids' grandma made for them. Mm. Otherwise, no decorations. It does not bring me joy. It brings me stress. (laughs) Set that aside. Yep. And pretty much if things are not getting done in November by either myself or Neil, then the sole responsibility will transfer over to Neil because I will not be doing things in December. And if that fails, we just won't be doing whatever doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Neil has a lot going on at work right now and is fairly stressed. And I'm trying to wrap up my semester and cram things in a bit early so that I'm done before my surgery. So I don't know how much time we have this month to devote to getting ahead for the holidays. The thing I am most concerned about are presents for our children. I feel like I have no ideas. I have zero Mm. ideas. My mind is a blank when it comes to what they would enjoy, partly because I feel like they have what they need. Yeah. So I think I'll be saying no to going overboard because I'm having trouble just getting on board right Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm. I do think that will work out fine, and I'm sure we'll find some things that they will enjoy, but trying to keep that part of it very minimal. Yeah. And probably saying no to holiday cards. We did send out postcards last year, which was fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe that will happen. It is just so low on my priority list that I am not making a commitment in that direction. Totally fair. What are you saying no to? Work, as I already mentioned, mm-hmm. which pretty psyched about. More than one trip, there had been some talk about trying to go up to Nashville where Andrew's parents live either right before Thanksgiving or potentially in December. And mm-hmm. we have removed that possibility and are hoping that maybe Andrew's parents and brother will come down instead, which is so much preferred. Yes. And lots of gifts. From us to the kids, we are we are keeping it minimal. It has been mm-hmm. a wonderful year. We have done lots of fun experience things as a family, and I think that is actually the best. Agreed. 
So that's the end of our holiday talk today. Listeners, we would love to know what you do or are planning for this year to make your holidays meaningful. Let's finish now by talking about what we've been eating. I have been treating myself to Starbucks chai lattes, and this is not that unusual for me. I would say Andrew's really into Starbucks. He can walk to two different Starbucks from work, and so he often is heading there for a midday pick-me-up. Uh-huh. Getting a treat in the workday can be good as things get colder, busier, darker. So I fully support that, but I often will go with him on one of the days that I am at school because we're in the same place. And so it's nice to sort of have a midday Starbucks date together. Mm -hmm. But I have added something special to my chai, which is instead of having it made with 2% milk, which is the default at Starbucks, Mm -hmm. or whole milk, which is how I make chai at home with the concentrate, Mm -hmm. I've been having them make it with half and half. (laughs) So upgrading my dairy. It is so delicious, so warm, the best mouthfeel, and I highly recommend it as a holiday treat. (laughs) Sounds like it's bringing a lot of joy to your life. It really is. What have you been eating, Sarah? This is not something I have eaten yet, but it is on the docket for me to make tomorrow, which are pumpkin cinnamon rolls. Mm. I have been watching a lot of The Great British Baking Show recently (laughs) and feeling inspired to do more baking. Love it. This is what inspired me to make the Yule Log a few Uh years ago. Yeah, it was watching the show. Yes. (laughs) And now I am wanting to make some cinnamon rolls. And I thought, what would be more fall-like pumpkin cinnamon rolls? So I found a recipe, got all the ingredients at the store this week, and I'm going to Make that as a little weekend fall treat for all of us tomorrow. Love it. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating, in the show notes on our website, friendlierpodcast.com. You can also leave us a comment there or on Instagram at friendlierpodcast or email us friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. Do you want me to cut that part? (laughs) Sorry, just doing some adjustments over here. No problem. (laughs) 